Hi, everyone. Welcome to Film Vets and Happy Mother's Day. I'm Paul, your host and my co-host. Dan. Dan, Happy Mother's Day. I know you're a mother, yeah, ha- so. Happy. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. Low energy today. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, me too. We're going to make this sweet and short and quick and all the good stuff you like. So we're going to do a review today of Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. Volume 3. Yeah. There we so, go. We were gone for quite a while. But no matter what happens next, the galaxy still needs its guardians. I'm done running. We'll all fly away together. One last time. Into the forever. That beautiful sky. We are. So, Dan, tell me what you thought of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. You you want me to, to always start with spoiler-free? It always seems if to be a common can. theme. If All we right, can, just so. for a minute. We don't we, can, we don't have to stick with non-spoilers, but it, it, the movie's been out for about a week and... Uh, about a week and Honestly, I, I think li- i think i can I, I think i can hold to this with especially with this movie it's it's not like i just well, I would like to get it into... yeah i would like to get the spoilers just not right off the yes. bat yeah. okay so so um i think it has it was one of the best marvel movies since endgame honestly i i think that it had a lot of heart i think it it was very self-aware. I think it like each character received a certain level of care that you, you just, it had been missing in other recent Marvel movies. It it felt an awful lot like, you know, they were just trying to continue constantly, continue the story, continue the story. This movie felt like, yes, it was continuing a story, but it was starting a new one. You know, it was, it was, giving you a new story to add to all the collection of all the other characters where the other one the other marvel movies and i'm i'm thinking like ant-man quantumania and everything it just felt like they railroaded past everything like you should already know this let's blow through it where this movie didn't do that it, it in some weird instances you had some exposition but it was it was tastefully done you you knew what was going on if you walked into this movie cold you you kind of had an idea you wouldn't be a hundred percent in the know it, it's it's still a marvel movie yeah but it's it's fantastic the way that i it, they they kind of picked it up gave it a lot of feeling and it, to still to this day i i'm floored by how well the guardians of the galaxy movies are because i remember you and i talking about them before the first movie came out that you know, well, is this going to be well received? Is yeah, you know, these are these are unknown characters. We didn't really know the characters well, so it was just this thing coming out of left field. And now it's one of the better parts of Marvel, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, what do it's, you think? I, what do you think of the movie? Well, I, I want to touch on what you just said just now. Yeah. Uh, I I have a pretty good track record of pointing out shows and movies that I think are going to be hits uh, based off of just the creative people behind the scenes and uh, the information that a lot of people there in the general public don't know about. Um, All of it. I, kn- 
James Gunn, he's he's been like just this prominent guy for me uh, ever since I saw God. Uh, when was his first one? Slither? I think Slither yep. was like the first one. I was like, there's something about this guy. He has a voice. He has a a, a vision that is interesting. I really want to go back and watch his Romeo and uh, Tromeo and Juliet movie. Like, oh god, <laughs> that's, that's probably terrible. But um, then he did the PG porn, and we were like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, and, it was hilarious. You, yeah, it's so, on YouTube. Y'all should go check it out. Honestly, just just so, so see what we're talking about. Come back. Don't leave. Finish this. Then go. I I don't care. That's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, James Gunn has a voice and I, I was really excited about that. And I had a lot of friends and I don't remember if you were one of them specifically, but I remember one person said to me, I mean, what are they going to do with these characters? I don't know anything about them. They're, you know, I'm not really interested in this movie. And that, it, to me, I was more excited about it than any other Marvel movie. Cause I was like, you don't understand. They're going to take these characters and make them household names. I could feel that it in my bones. Me. I said that it, you, you and one other person then, because I had multiple people tell me that. Mm-hmm. And I I remember being very excited about it. Now, what's very interesting that before I go into the movie, like my opinion, was the people up for Star-Lord were Glenn Howerton and Zachary Levi. They were very close to getting that role. They were very mm-hmm. close. Glenn Howerton, you know, from Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And Zachary Levi from Shazam. Uh, I I have to say the thing about this movie that really uh, was really great for me was that it it brought out the best of Star-Lord and why Chris Pratt is a star to begin with, because he he's just such a great character. And, and you remember the oh, first yeah. star? You remember the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie? He comes out. You got this very serious Tony's on this planet and he breaks out into a dance. And it's just like. I don't know. There's something really magical about that moment because it was so unexpected. Um, I don't I think it really shined a new light on what the Marvel Universe is and what it can be. Mm -hmm. And and it feels like a lot of the cosmic and a lot of the humor comes from those movies, the Guardians movies. So when James was fired from Marvel and Disney over some old tweet jokes that were really bad that nobody cared about. Uh, it was very disheartening because I was like, I, I really think, I don't think anybody else needs to touch the Guardians of the Galaxy. They were talking about Ta- Taika Waititi. Uh, there were some other people talking about coming over and, and taking over. And I, I just, it, it's not the same no matter who you get. And you can tell with this movie, there's a voice. There is a there is a vision that comes through. And this, I have to agree, I mean, besides maybe Spider-Man No Way Home, which was a lot of fun, um, I, I think that it... it I, I don't think it has a lot of repeat viewings. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. There's a lot I love about that movie. But it also mm-hmm. it also occurs to me it's a very, like, look at look at this. It's a cameo of someone we remember, you know, yeah. uh, you know, little awkward things like that. Whereas this feels like a story that, that concludes a, a, an arc for every character. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to end in ways that you expect, maybe. When movies end, a character they do something that you, you know, judging by the trailer, you probably all thought this person was going to not live or whatever. And it does something different. And I, I love that about this because it's so unexpected. And it, But at yes. the same time, a natural movement and progression towards the next thing. And I feel like James Gunn doesn't need to come back. I feel like the Guardians in that fashion doesn't need to come back. I think you can bring back some of the characters, maybe. But uh, overall, I, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I was going to go see it again today, but I just I was feeling tired myself. I don't know. There's something in the air today. 
I don't know, yeah. what, but uh, uh, it was it was highly enjoyable. I do recommend seeing it before we go into spoilers. Uh, it, it's it's just probably one of the best Marvel movies, definitely the best Marvel trilogy of movies ever made, in my opinion, and I would assume dance. So that's yes. the end of the non-spoiler review. We're gonna get into spoilers now. So if you need to, just flash forward through the video. Uh, flash forward now. Ah. Uh, fast forward. Uh, it, we're talking about wrong the flash IP. another time. All right. Wrong IP. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, fast forward if you need to. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's talk about spoilers. <gasps> Who's she, okay? So what was your okay. favorite? What was your favorite scene of the of the movie? Um, I always go back. I don't know why. This is such a small scene. And, but it affected me so much was when all of the it, it's a flashback scene where all of the animals and rocket are playing in the pins mm-hmm. and playing a little game of tag. And I, I just it was so heartwarming. It was just like these animals are trapped and being tortured and mutilated and, and taken apart and put back together. And they find this little pocket of their world where they can just have fun for just a moment hope. and be friends. And hope. there's hope. They found hope, and it, it was just so lovely. And God, I felt so bad for Rocket. I felt so bad. I mean, you just don't—you uh, don't understand the torture he talks about in the first and second movie, or you don't understand the gravity of all that until you see the kind of relationships he had and the loss he endured. And it was just really heartbreaking. But I, I love that scene so much. What about you? Mm. Everything with Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Every, everything with him was my absolute favorite I, part of the movie. I love he's just like, he's like, oh, you got one too. Yeah, I hate mine. Yeah, he's right there. I, I he's laughed, right behind I him. I laughed so hard that I had to slouch down in my chair. We were, we were towards the front. Like, you know, the, the, the front yeah. section, we were in the back part of the front section. Yeah. And everyone else was behind us up in the upper area. And I'm laughing so hard, I had to just slide down in my chair. I was dying <laughs> the whole time. Like, it was Brilliant. it was just a masterpiece. Like, that is somebody that has dealt with, with somebody really frustrating and went, you know what? I'm putting this in the script. I don't care. I'm putting it in. And they nailed it. <laughs> they absolutely uh, nailed it. Something I loved about Nathan Fillion and the whole look that he was wearing and all the, the soldiers in that, that, oh, yeah, that they look place. like tardigrades. But th- that's great. I, I I think that's so weird, but mm-hmm. it, it fits so well with, uh, it, it's almost like a Douglas Adams thing, you know, where you have the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where things are just odd for some reason. And I love stuff like that. I love that we don't, because if you think of what any other movie that no one really puts a lot of thought into, I mean, I'm not saying they're bad movies, but there's a lot of movies where people just, they go to an alien planet and they look exactly like everyone else. And they, they have the yep. soldier uniforms and they got a beret or something. And and this was like, what the hell are you wearing? What is that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love that. I, it's so fun. No explanation. It just no, is. No. Move on. Yeah. It was so and good. Did you catch... <laughs> Did you catch Rat Catcher from the Suicide Squad in this in this movie? I did not. She was the girl that Star Lord was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna hit on her and get the passcodes or whatever." And well, that, that was that her. Was, that was her. Yeah, that was oh, a little cameo. Oh, that's amazing. A lot of cameos in this that a lot of people didn't know about. 
Oh, uh, this was interesting. Um, the three uh, best friends of Rocket when they're in the cages. Uh, mm-hmm. The the otter, uh, Ly- Lila? I think it's Lila. It, she was voiced yes. by Linda Cardellini, who was also Hawkeye's wife in the Marvel really? Universe. So, yeah, but but here's the thing. She had worked with James Gunn before. They're friends. Uh, they oh. were in... Uh, he, he I don't think he directed, but I know he wrote the Scooby-Doo movies, and she played Thelma. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so just little things like that. I love. I don't. I don't care that he puts his wife in the movies. She's a good actor. She's mm-hmm. she's a great actor. And uh, the fact she got shot in the leg, I laughed yeah. so hard. I was like, he shot his wife in the leg in this movie. That's fucking hilarious. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it was funny when I went to the John Campia uh live show i got to ask a question and i was like who do you think they're gonna put in uh put in the superman movie from the guardians of the galaxy because that's something james gunn's gonna do and he was like definitely his wife (laughs) 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 i was like yeah maybe his brother maybe (laughs) oh his brother's gonna be dude he was great as craglin too let me just say oh i I loved him and and he had such a wonderful character arc from the first movie to here like and it surprises you you didn't expect it but all the way down to actually seeing the ghost of yondu near the end of the movie where he he kind of puts it all together and he collects himself that was cool he finally believes in himself to to start whistling you know i forgot (laughs) about what happened with Craglin, uh, when he got the arrow in the first place, like he, you know, he, of course he got it, but then they had the after credit scene where Craglin's practicing and he accidentally <laughs> shoots the arrow into Drax and you hear him down the yep. hallway. Ah! <laughs> and he's just, Craglin's like, <laughs> I, just, yep. I love that they continue that idea of, Hey, he's not proficient yet. And yeah, I love he, stuff like that. Good. No, but he, but by the end of the movie, you know, he's in this dire situation and he steps up and, and, you know, Sean Gunn, he's also a lot of behind the scenes stuff. He was the uh mocap for the uh all the stuff of Rocket from the first mm-hmm. movie to the third. And when they're in the cage, uh oh, he was also the first word he said. That was Sean Gunn. So really? when he came in and said hurts, which oh that broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like animal cruelty, I that that gets to me more than anything. I am I mean yeah, human cruelty me is one thing, but but you know, they're so defenseless <laughs> and they're so sweet and it's like if anyone if I had a pet and they harmed it, I don't know what I would do. It's just that's oh. it's awful. It, it's uh, yeah, it breaks your heart. It does. Um, uh but anyways, so- then Let's talk about fun stuff. <laughs> oh, Dude, that's, really that's... quick, speaking of yeah. animal cruelty, I, I, I gotta say, I actually shed a tear in the theater whenever um, Cosmo was called a good dog. That because was great. It was, great. Just, it that was, was great. so rough how, how Cosmo's like, you take that back, you don't mean it. And you what? can see like... how much it bothered her. But I love, I love, we, we had this entire time of the movie where that happened at the beginning and then. They come back to Cosmo and Kraglin and all these characters from the other movies sitting around a, a table, and you hear you're in the middle of this story, and it's like the Russians shoot me out of space, and hey, that's a long story. And she's like, yeah. "But that is nothing compared to calling me a bad dog." It's like Jesus. <laughs> it's it's so great. I I love the the callbacks and the, the jokes really worked throughout this movie for me. I, I laughed a lot, and uh, oh yeah, I really thought everything, they were everything gonna... landed. It had perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. Really, and I, I really more. I'd say more so than the than the second movie. Uh, and probably yes. on par with the first movie, it felt a lot more even. And I like the second movie. I think it's a great film. Um, I, I like this one better. 
I do. And it uh, just has more heart. Yeah. I, I think like getting to the rocket, rocket stuff story. really made it. Yeah. And can I, yeah. can I just say they did like ego was great. Um, yeah. Oh, what, what was the first villain's name? The, Oh, uh, uh yeah. See the, the blue, oh, guy, uh, the Ronan, 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 the accuser. Yeah. Ronan, the accuser. He was great too. Uh, so far, like the guardians villains in each movie have been fantastic. Can I say this one was like this, this villain topped what, yes. what, uh, Every, everything like like he the evolutionary... was menacing he was not shy about wiping everyone out on the bridge he was he was obsessed he was a man obsessed not just with think... perfection but with rocket himself yeah it was i think crazy that easy to see it's really fascinating because i was like i i think i hate him more than any of the other villains because he Yep. He really is like the opposite of what a good father should be. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, ego's pretty pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, He's pretty really terrible. bad. He kills all his children. <laughs> no wow. But this one tortures his kids. I mean, if you think about it, he takes these animals and creates them the way they are and becomes a father-like figure. And for a moment, you you see the evolutionary sitting down with Rocket and you think, oh, that's kind of cute. You know, he's He's kind of bonding with Rocket for that moment. And that's when Rocket sees the rocket. You know, he's like, oh, Rocket, you know. Um, yeah, just, and the, the fact he turns around and goes, yeah, just incinerate them. I don't care. Yep. And it's like, wow, what is, what? And, oh, and I did jump when they got shot. Uh, all the animals, uh, especially oh, yeah. uh, Lila. Yeah. Lila comes out of the cage, hugs him, and he's like, it's good to have friends. Bam. I jumped out of my seat and I was like, yep. that was a act. that was an actual shot. Like it wasn't a laser. It wasn't something science fiction. It felt like a, it felt visceral. Mm -hmm. And I think that added to that heartbreaking moment where Rocket turns around and he sees both Floor and Tooth or Teeth's um, dead. It's just it's it's hard. It's a dark movie, but at the same time, it needed to be because that's what Rocket is. That's why he's the way he is. That's why he's always pushing everyone away. Yondu said it in the second movie. You know, you're just like me. You push people away because you you're afraid of letting people in and mm -hmm. i think that need to be explored and i'm so glad they did yes uh me too another thing i loved was star lord going back home to be with his grandfather that, <laughs> yeah. i i did cry at that i was i was yeah, really moved too. by that um and i love the after credit scene where he's just sitting there eating cereal and talking about mowing the lawn he's like i i should be out there who, who do you <laughs> think he was talking about the neighbor. He's like, yeah, some some 45-year-old and able-bodied man watching yeah, he's mowing talking the lawn. To... It's just, it ain't right. It was just like the neighbor. He's like, uh, this is his life now. He's just mowing lawns for neighbors. <laughs> 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 I don't know. He's he's like telling. He's like, I I just don't think I should be doing this or something wrong. That his grandpa's like, don't get me started. <laughs> he's like, yeah. well, now I want to know. <laughs> I think it says a lot about him, though. It's like he's ready for something less complicated than going on these missions. He's ready for normal life. And well, I uh, wonder, yeah. because it does say Star-Lord will return. He will, but I kind of so, like the I, idea I of him. In what context? But I love that, you know, you get this, the legendary Star-Lord will return. And in the background, you just hear <laughs> cereal bowl. Because it's like, <laughs> is the return going to be him just like hanging out with his grandpa? I would watch that. <laughs> I would too. I would watch a whole movie of of somebody that has had this background trying to acclimate <laughs> to Earth life. Like that, that would, would be, be hilarious. Fun. 
That would be funny. They did. They could do something like the holiday special where Star Lord's like just living every day, and it's difficult. He's like, I don't understand why I can't just pay for this with credits. What this money is sh- just stupid, you know? <laughs> and uh, He's ready you know, to rob a like bank. That. I don't know. Go that far, but <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He was a he was a thief at one point. Who knows? Um, I will say uh, the new the new um, the new set. I want to go back first before I go into this, but I want to talk about the new Guardians, the new set of Guardians that'll be going forward with uh, possibly in future movies or whatever. But uh, how did you feel about Adam Warlock? I honestly thought he was done very well. He he filled what role he should. Now, I'm not familiar with him from the comics, unfortunately. I, I don't know if he was supposed to be that or if he was supposed to be um, he is a not lot that. mature and menacing. But he, he just seemed so naive, so lost. You know, he he but he even had his own version of lost when his his mother was killed like he, yeah he had his own you know kind of origin and and the, his own arc in this movie but i found him to be hilarious i i Good. thought he was charming i honestly um i don't remember what the who the actor is that that played will, as him but will palter so, thank will palter, you yeah. See, i knew he, he, you've he seen him man all is basically imdb <laughs> i'm an imdb machine no, you know, Will, Will Palter has been in so many good things. I remember, mm-hmm. you remember We Are the Millers? He was the kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, that. ever since then, I was like, I had no idea he was British until he opened his mouth in interviews. I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Uh, I, I always like Will Palter, uh, and I, I'm really happy with this performance in this. I do think a lot of people were disappointed in the fact that that character is pretty different in the comics, but it didn't bother me either. I, I, thought, I thought it was... Uh, I thought his role was much more insignificant than people were led to believe because they right. set him up in the last movie and in the comics he's very much the reason the the Infinity Gauntlet saga ends. You know, I mean he's a big character in the comics. So he's more right. smaller in this as a person. Uh, he's very powerful, but he is still not that powerful. So I, right. I think I understand where people are coming from. That said, do we really need another big character like that who is all powerful and serious? And I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm happy with the way it was done. I really am. I thought it was done very smart. Uh, honestly, I mean, this this coming from somebody that doesn't have all of the experience with the comics, I don't feel slighted in the, in the slightest um, because it, it's done so well is so tasteful that i don't believe it slanders better anything of what he could have been like if they would have turned around and done it to nick fury you know like sure it's that's a, that's one could argue it's a little different but if you're not very familiar with the character then what do you know what do you have to base it off of? it's only the yeah. really like die hard people that are going to have a problem and yeah, if you sure. don't have some room yeah. for interpretation of things or or some some play with some of the story then you're you're gonna miss out on a great story because you want yeah. to ad- rigidly adhere to something that's already existing in another medium go to the other I, medium to, it's okay yeah I, i've come to the conclusion when it comes to comic books look you 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 have a status quo for all these characters you're always going back to peter parker will always be peter parker he'll he'll always go back to not being with mary jane he'll always be spider-man that no no matter who comes along he's gonna be spider-man you you can't progress that way comics don't progress like marvel and dc 
And yes, you can bring in new characters, but it just it feels very static sometimes. And I, I I'm kind of getting annoyed by that. And when I read comics, I'm like, okay, look, I I I see you know I see what they're doing. They're bringing people back all the time. Batman died. He's back because they need Bruce Wayne to be Batman. You know, stuff like that. Whereas this feels like, you know, they go forward. They, they move on. You know, you let go of these characters. Drax is gone. He's not coming back. Uh, Dave Bautista's mm-hmm. already said, unless they bring in a different actor, I don't see that happening. I don't want to see anybody else play Drax. I just don't. No, me neither. Uh, I, they and I don't... have the MCU in a yeah. specific universe. What is it, 616? Yeah, I think it's 616, yeah. So they have 616 as a sandbox, they're able to take these characters and kind of move up their timelines, push back their timelines, move them, yeah. shift, sift them around. So that way you yeah. can get a new story out of these characters instead of giving you the same story over and over and over in different mediums. There are a lot of things to look forward to when, when you have that X-Men, give and take Fantastic relationship. Four. Exactly. Look, look they at got X-Men. Oh my God. And, well, you know, and then they playing... took the original X-Men and threw back in the days of futures past and then brought yep. James McAvoy, which was a, just a, a treasure from Patrick Stewart, which nobody thought would would he would be able to hold the candle up to, but he did. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. And uh, MCU isn't that, but uh, they could they could totally say they brought Patrick Stewart into the MCU, so they can exactly. do anything they want. They want to bring James they McAvoy. Do anything if they, can. they want. But here's the thing: uh, I wanted to bring up before we uh, go any further with Guardians. Uh, did you see who is like close to signing for Reed Richards? I really like no. that. Really? Ooh. I thought I sent it Ooh. to you. Adam Driver, you, man. Really? You probably yeah. did. I'm just, I'm tired, man. I'm ready for yeah, No, no, that's fine. That's uh, fine. I, I just thought that that was so cool because we're like su- such big fanboys. I was like, oh, oh my God, yeah. Adam Driver coming in as Reed Richards. Hell yes. By the way, veterans, right? Veterans, Adam Driver, veterans? veteran. You know, you, yes. you're starting to see why. All right, now we're moving on. Absolutely. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're there. Uh, there were, uh, of course, the soundtrack. Brilliant. I thought Just all the neon drops worked. You had that awesome, awesome fight scene in the hallway with uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. Yep. Brilliant. Uh, and uh, some people didn't like this, but I really did, was Florence and the Machine at the end. Dog days are over. Yeah, uh, it felt, I, I loved it. Felt it very, felt very beautiful and and and. Like it was like these characters finally found some happiness in their life, and and mm-hmm. you need a song that represents that. I think it did it beautifully. Um, let's talk about the new Guardians. What does that sound? What what sound? Nothing. I heard music. I don't know. I'm going crazy. Uh, <laughs> so great, <laughs> great. Um, so let's talk about the new Guardians. We have uh, Rocket and Groot, uh, who's now. King Groot? I don't know. He has like a crown or something. Kaiju He's Groot. Not... Kaiju. Oh, I loved Kaiju Groot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, every character was great, by the way. I loved everyone had a great moment. Uh, Mantis being probably my favorite, because she always has those moments where she's like, you know, uh, let me test this sound. Hello! <laughs> like, everyone's like, ah! <laughs> so great. Uh, so the, the end, we have Rocket, we have King Groot. We have uh, Adam Warlock. We have Cosmo, who I, I adore. I, Cosmo's one of my favorites. I'm so glad they did her well, did her justice. Um, and we have, apparently, Phyla, who was in the comics known as Quasar. There's a much more complicated story, but she's one of the star girls that they got at the end that they helped out. She was one of the main ones. Um, am I, am I leaving anybody? And Craglin. Thank you. Well, yeah, I, I 
he, I left him out, uh, unfortunately. But they, they, that's a good group. I don't know if I'm interested in seeing them in another movie, especially if James Gunn isn't coming back because he's he's over there leading DC now. He's not coming back for another movie, at least not anytime soon. Um, I, I just like the idea that Rocket is out there leading a new team. I don't, I don't think I need anything. He could. They could show up in like Secret Wars or, you know, the Kang Dynasty movie that's coming out. Uh, but overall, I just I'm I'm just excited if if Marvel has this continued momentum of of goodwill, because this was just so well done. And it's just mm-hmm. I, I worry a little because it's like, OK, why haven't the other things they've done been this good? And well, they did. They didn't have James Gunn behind the hell. You know, they didn't have there that. It is. Yeah. And. Uh, without James Gunn kind of shepherding this, I, I'm honestly more excited for the DC stuff coming up. Uh, not to say I'm not excited for Fantastic Four or anything else. It's just this was uh, this was a big win, and I don't know if they're going to be able mm-hmm. to keep it up. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Well, um, there, there's there's a lot of heat up on casting for Superman right now, so I'm kind of kind of like really into that right now. I mean, do you hear who they got for Lex Luthor possibly? I mean, it's perfect. I mean, in my opinion. Uh it's Ooh. Nicholas uh it's uh Say uh, Cage. Please say Cage. Ha! No. <laughs> no. No. Uh but you're not far off. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So there is a rumor, rumor that this person, I'm going to find his name, Nicholas Holt. Now, Nicholas Holt. <gasps> oh, okay. Opposite Nicolas Cage and Renfield. Yep. <laughs> that him is, that like, is hilarious. I would love to see him as Lex Luthor. Oh, uh, yeah. he's, he's a really talented actor. He's been a kid. He was a kid actor. He was actually in the uh, Nicolas Cage film, The uh, the Weatherman. He was his son. Mm-hmm. And so he's just been acting. Oh, and about a boy. I mean, he's been acting since he was a little kid. And uh, I, I'm really excited. He was Beast at in the, the X-Men movies too, right? He was Beast. Yes, he was. I could see him being Lex Luthor. I would I would die to see that. That would be awesome. And the guy they got for Superman, he looks like uh, looks like Superman. I, I he's he's a great actor. I've seen him in other things. Uh his name is uh well now I got full up. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, Why do I, I, have to I, do- I mean, since since we're talking about Superman, I am excited to see uh, how this deal for Henry Cavill, who is our our previous Superman, um, goes through with Amazon and Games Workshop. I am I am just sitting here waiting for any crumb of news. Oh yeah, me too. I'm gonna share the screen I want to show some you the kind cast. of 40k deal. And this is from the Hollywood Reporter, so this is pretty legit stuff. So if you look, you see Nicholas Holt in the far left. Now, the, the second one is David Cornsweet. The dude, I mean, he shaves, he looks just like freaking Superman. I mean, he's he almost looks like Henry Cavill, only younger. <laughs> um, <laughs> these other two women are... Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure the one on the far right is the is from the marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, they're up for Lois Lane. I I I don't know what these these are all people that are top contenders. It's, by tomorrow, it could be a completely new cast. But right now, I'm super excited for this. And James Gunn, he if anything, a, that universally known fact is his casting is on point. That dude gets casting. Yes. I I don't have a problem with whoever he picks. But um, I'm just Nails excited it. for that. And Every uh, time. I. Yeah, I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three uh, is just such a great love letter to the end of this uh, this era of heroes that uh, were created, and it's it's not going to happen again for a long time unless James Gunn really knocks out of the park with Superman, and uh, I think he can. 
I really do. Um, we'll see. And I'm ready to go see this movie again. There's just so many little things I I missed. Like I want to look at the the home of the animals that you know are human hybrids. So that humanoid, uh, uh, you know, I, I think they're called. Uh, they're they're like a, a name for them, the animal hybrid humans or something. But they uh, they had that home, and they're walking through, and they're just seeing these pictures of them, like you know, little lifestyle photos on the wall, and that's just. I love stuff like that. It's so quirky and weird. I, I think I really dig it. But yeah, man, let's wrap this up. Uh, is there anything else you want to go over before we move on? No, no. That I I'm I just cannot wait to see this movie again. I, I love yeah. it so much. Same. And I also noticed no one died. Not one person. <laughs> no, not the main cast. Not a oh, I was going to say mother died. And there's a lot of people that mother? died on the ship. The mother. The, oh, the, the oh, mother. Lady. Oh, 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 yeah, I meant the main cast. I'm sorry. You know, like the oh, Guardians. Yeah. No, no, nobody in the main cast Even died, technically, finally. I think they said the villain didn't really die either because he's just left on his ship, but that ship blew up. Who knows? But it, <laughs> I, I guess uh, that's open for interpretation. <laughs> well, he did say it would be a face-off. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, okay, I think that's where we need to wrap it off. up. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> what did you think of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? If you saw it, let us know in the comments below. Like, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to check out our trailer reactions and other segments. Thank you so much, veterans, for watching today. And uh, Dan, thank you for joining me on this Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank thank you. And make sure you tell your mom uh, Mother's Day or Happy Mother's Day for me. I will. Uh, I will. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye.